Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Milwaukee pedestrians are more likely to be hit by a vehicle driven by someone not living in the city. A study from UW-Milwaukee looked closer at the characteristics of who is causing the accidents and the demographics of pedestrians most affected. The study also examines how this is especially affecting communities of color. Tony Giron is the engagement manager at Milwaukee County Parks and is one of the co-authors of the study. He shares more with Lake Effect's Mallory Chang. So, Tony, you and two UWM researchers, Robert Schneider and Shohan Gu, authored and researched a study that looked into the socioeconomic characteristics between drivers and pedestrians. And in your study, after reviewing a random sampling of pedestrian crashes from 2011 to 2015 in Milwaukee County, uh, you all found a stark difference between the drivers who hit pedestrians and the pedestrians themselves. And Tony, what were the backgrounds of the drivers who are hitting pedestrians with their vehicles and of the pedestrians? Sure. So generally speaking, what we found was that on average, the drivers who were hitting pedestrians were older of higher income, they had higher automobile ownership rates, they were more white residents and fewer black residents. This report takes a sample of police reported pedestrian crashes over four years between the years 2011 and 2015, and we compare age, sex, and home addresses and look for statistical differences. So we were able to compare the uh, census tract data between drivers and pedestrians, and we were able to estimate roughly how much money, uh, how much income each of those groups makes. So one of the biggest findings that we had out of this report is that drivers from higher income tracks were more likely to strike pedestrians from lower income tracks. So those are 85% of the drivers who were hitting pedestrians come from higher income tracks. So that's, that's a pretty large disparity there. How were you able to find or figure out the income levels of the people who were causing these accidents or incidents? So we don't know the exact income level of each individual driver, but we were able to estimate roughly how much they make based on the census tract that they live in. So uh, a census tract can be several neighborhood blocks, and we take the average, uh, the census data takes the average income of each of those individuals, or the median income rather, and estimates what the average person would be making who lives in that census tract. So it's not an exact science, but we were able to to get a rough estimate as to how much drivers and pedestrians who are involved in these crashes are making. And what about uh, the backgrounds of the pedestrians? What was generally their backgrounds and demographics? Well, it was really all over the place. You know, it was a diverse audience, but in general, they were in line with the median age, and but they were definitely a lower in a lower income bracket than than the drivers, and uh, had slightly less automobile ownership rates, and racially were just kind of across the spectrum. Another statistic that we found uh, that pertains to equity is that 27% of adult drivers crashed into pedestrians that were younger than 18 years of age. So there are more children teens that are affected by reckless driving. 
with this study, you all looked at pedestrian crashes throughout all of Milwaukee County. And in Milwaukee County, there has been an increase generally of pedestrian-involved crashes of vehicles hitting pedestrians. But Tony, generally with your study, where in Milwaukee County are these crashes mainly happening? So most of these crashes are happening closer to the city center and along, generally along our interstates and state highways. So these are streets like Titonia, Fond du Lac, National Avenue, anywhere along I-43. That's where we've seen the most amount of crashes. Yeah, it sounds like those are by major roadways. And with the drivers who are causing these pedestrian crashes, who are hitting pedestrians, are these drivers living in Milwaukee or are they just commuting to and from the city? We found in the study that a greater proportion of drivers who lived outside of the city of Milwaukee crashed into pedestrians who lived within the city versus the other way around. So 25% of drivers lived outside of the city and were hitting pedestrians inside versus 10% of drivers who lived within the city were hitting pedestrians who lived outside of the city. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but it sounds like the crashes are happening are caused by drivers who are commuting through the city, like using these main roadways to go from outside Milwaukee to into the city center, right? Right. And I can theorize why that might be. You know, there's people who might live in the suburbs or just outside of the city tend to commute towards their jobs within the city versus the other way around. If you live in the city, you might have a job within the city and not be commuting outside. You know, there's there's just a higher concentration of people who work within the city of Milwaukee. If you could theorize, why is this trend happening? Why are so many crashes caused by majority white, older people who are not from the city of Milwaukee causing crashes that are impacting Milwaukeeans who live in the city? Milwaukee isn't unique in this. There hasn't been an increase in pedestrian crashes over the past 10 years uh, in the U.S. versus many other countries throughout the world. But we have seen an uh, especially large increase in crashes within the city of Milwaukee and the region. Something that we did find from the study as to why this might be happening is that people who are, are of lower income, who are poor, are you know often people of color and they travel more locally. So they might live within their neighborhood and have a job within their neighborhood and be more at risk of getting hit by crossing these major highways that run straight through neighborhoods of lower income. Yeah, and I got to say, too, like as a driver, it's hard to visually differentiate it between like a highway sometimes because people are going so quick and there aren't a lot of stop points for pedestrians to safely cross the street unless they're jaywalking or trying to weave through traffic. And Tony, your background is in city, community, and regional planning, specifically in figuring out how to make transportation for pedestrians and cyclists safer in our communities. And from your perspective and from your city planning background, what structural changes need to be done to make sure that additional pedestrian fatalities caused by drivers don't continue to happen in Milwaukee's streets? So we identified that people who are of lower income live closer to roadways that prioritize car travel, so they have a greater risk of getting hit. So what we could be doing as planners and engineers is to identify when and where there is a higher pedestrian risk. You know, is it along a particular roadway and what time of day and what time of week is that happening? 
and then we can prioritize those improvements for groups that are at higher risk. And those improvements can look like, it could be anything from education, educating both drivers and pedestrians. It can be enforcement, having uh, more of a police presence. We can be encouraging people to walk, bike, and bus more. But over my years of being an urban planner, I've uh, realized that the most impactful thing that we can do is engineer our streets to be safer for people walking and biking. So that can look like marked crosswalks and pedestrian islands, curb bump outs. And we found through various studies that those traffic calming elements in combination, when you combine them all, has a much greater impact than if you have just one of those by itself. The truth is we do have a reckless driving problem in Milwaukee, uh, more so than in other Midwestern cities. And it just makes it that much harder to get people out walking and biking. And I mean, everybody should have the right and privilege to be able to feel safe in their neighborhoods and cross the streets safely and not feel in danger for their life. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being here today on Lake Effect. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Tony Giron is the engagement manager at Milwaukee County Parks and is one of the co-authors of the study. He spoke with Lake Effect's Mallory Chang. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lakeeffect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast. 